Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Wellness That Works podcast. We're still at home, obviously. Hi, Lily. Hi, back again. <laughs> How's your week been? Yeah, it's, it's been okay. Not bad. How was yours? Can you believe we're in week eight? I mean, when this comes out, it'll be week nine, but this is the eighth week of working from home. It's crazy. Is it really? Yeah. Goodness, it doesn't... Yeah, some days it feels like longer. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, yeah, goodness me. How, and how, how are you feeling after our um, chat last week about fitness? Did you kind of take anything away from it? Yeah, I did. Um, I made a bit of a promise to myself to actually get out of the house in the week and not just be consumed by work and schoolwork and stuff. So um, I did go out um I did a couple of runs one short one and then I was intended on doing a longer one um but I literally had to drag myself out of bed for it and to be honest I was rubbish and it didn't end up being a long run at all it was really short I'd hardly had any sleep um and yeah it really affected me the next day which leads Aww. us nicely on to what we were going to talk about today I know but remember that it's just good that you got out like it doesn't matter how long you went for that's what we talked about last week little goals and yeah. just celebrating yeah. what you can do but no I agree we we talked about fitness last week and how any kind of activity has a knock-on effect to how we feel how we eat how we deal with day-to-day life. And then this week, we thought, let's talk about another element, which, as you said, is sleep. Um, so we know that sleep isn't, you know, completely directly linked to our brand, but we are a wellness brand. And we know that sleep is critical to feeling good. And it's su- such an important thing for your health as well. So um, I think once again, if I'm predicting correctly, that me and Sam are at the polar ends of each scale with sleep. So do you want to tell everyone a bit about your sleeping situation? Yeah, so once again, so last last week we were talking about how our living arrangements are very different. And I wonder if that does have a knock-on effect on my sleep and your sleep. Yeah. Um, so I don't sleep very well at all. Um, and sometimes I can't even work out why. So I may not necessarily feel that stressed, um, I, I do know that I do struggle to, with sleep if I am feeling anxious about anything. Um, but generally I just never slept that well and I'm really light sleeper as well. Whereas you, do you want to talk about how you sleep? I love sleep. <laughs> like, <laughs> it makes me sound so lazy, but no, I just, I really, really enjoy sleep. And I am a bit of an all or nothing person, you know, we're both quite paranoid pollies. So if I have had an anxious day, I won't, I'll be like you and I'll be up all night. But for the most part, I actually kind of use sleep as an escape from life. It's kind of like once I'm in this duvet and I've got my eyes shut, yeah. the world can't touch me and the day has ended and the new day can start. And it for me, that's how I see sleep, which... Like a cutoff. Yeah, it's that yeah. moment of like locking yourself away for that day and whether you've had a good or bad day, that's the the final part of it. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm definitely like someone that loves their bed. I remember at uni, I know this makes you so angry in a way, but when I was at uni, I would sleep for like 14 hours a day. What? And I think, <laughs> I think a lot of that is that um, 
if no one's there to tell me to get up, I won't get up. And again, living on my own, when my partner does stay around, I definitely don't sleep as well because you haven't got someone stealing the covers and kicking you and shouting in their sleep. But when you're on your own, you know, Saturday morning comes and it goes because I don't wake up till 12. So it's, but that's not good either. Like technically we should only be getting seven to nine hours sleep a day. Recommended sleep. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you're under that and I'm just over that. So between us, we could be doing a lot more to improve how we're feeling with that right but that's you've true got the kids it, there so what what are you gonna do <laughs> yeah it, it does come down to the quality of sleep doesn't it that's what it's ultimately yeah. about you want that good quality sleep and I think I may be in bed for the amount of hours that you should be in bed for that is recommended you sleep but I just don't get that quality and you're saying oh you know you must think I'm lazy because I sleep this much but I don't I'm so jealous <laughs> I'm so jealous of what I would give to sleep like that would be just life-changing I think for me but you know you do have a point so however many hours that you could <laughs> sleep might be could be considered as excessive Yeah. And it definitely has the knock on effect. You know, a lot of what we've, um, I say we, we're not in the science team, but as a brand, a lot of what we've studied is very much more around the lack of, you know, undersleeping and and the effects of that. But oversleeping as well is linked to, you know, really feeling lethargic, um, lack of kind of motivation. And it can actually lead to sadness because, you're spending more of your time asleep sometimes maybe than you are awake and that yeah. that has an impact on you it's the same as you know when it's dark through the winter you've got less sunlight so more time in bed less time out in the sun less vitamin um, d yeah living living the vampire life as usual <laughs> but um, <laughs> so, you know, I, I think and i think lockdown you know we're still in lockdown is going to really change other people's habits. I mean, you know, again, we're very lucky and grateful that we're still working. So if I wasn't made to get up and get on Zoom at 9am, I doubt I would be right now. Um, And if I didn't know I was getting up at nine, I'd probably be on Netflix or a game till 3am because there's, there's no sense of time at the moment for a lot of people. So I, I reckon there's a lot of people listening right now that maybe are thinking, God, my sleeping pattern has massively changed and I'm not really sure how, what to do about it. Yeah. I've, I've read a lot actually about the importance of keeping your routine. Um, if you're, whether you're working or not, um, you know, just to, just to set an alarm and actually get up, even if you're not working to, to start your day so that you don't lose all sense of, you know, whether it's day or night or, you know, for me at the moment, it's just what day it is to be yeah. honest um it's very confusing and like you said with with the lack of sleep for you it's probably due to stress you know anxiety about what's happened the day previous or what's going to happen the day after so yeah how do you see it affecting your your wellness in general and and potentially like health um i think for me and actually it's a prime example of um what our science team does actually talk about when I go to bed I think right I'm gonna you know I'll get up tomorrow I will go for a run I'm going to be super healthy um 
and have a really productive day. Yet when I wake up and I feel like I've had the worst night's sleep, generally I won't be able to go for that run. Um, by the time I finish work, I have zero energy to go for a run in the evening. And then uh, I will make sort of not the smartest decisions when it comes to food. I just want easy stuff, not necessarily put the effort in to get something healthier. So I think, and then that naturally affects, you know, everything else, doesn't it? It snowballs and uh, affects your, your energy levels, your stress, your irritability. Is that a word? Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, so just the knock-on effect is pretty huge. Yeah. And the one thing I found really interesting when we were reading up about this is that actually, getting all scientific here, but your, your hormone levels are altered when you don't get enough sleep which then increases your hunger and appetite. So when you wake up, you are like, oh, do you know what? I'm craving a pan au chocolat or whatever because you've, you've created that hormone level to increase. So that's a really interesting thing that I, I didn't know and you know, I'll be a lot more wary of when yeah. I'm thinking about it. But um, you've obviously said you're very aware that you're, you're in bed for the time you should be in bed, but you're not sleeping for that time do you use a tracker or anything for that I don't um I used to but actually I found a lot of people find them really helpful and like to sort of analyze their sleep when they get up but for me it's actually quite depressing to look at my look how bad my sleep is every every morning and then that would just sort of make me feel worse about going to bed the next night so it sort of builds up this anxiety around whether I'm going to get to sleep what time I'm going to wake up if I see that I'm waking up at two o'clock every morning I'm going to wake up at two o'clock every morning again and again because I'm thinking about it so it's almost like I had to stop using um, a device that showed me when I was waking up in order to stop thinking about it if that that's, makes sense yeah. that's, that's other people find it really you know people that actually sleep well find it you know it's a really it's really good news when you wake up oh, I've had such a good sleep um so it gives you it makes you feel good I think also it's the level in which you analyze it right so for anyone that doesn't know um and WW members this is new info for you I'm sure but we have actually included a sleep tracker now on the app so you've got your food we got water added the other week and now we've got sleep as well because we know it's important to, you know, your well-being and your wellness. At the moment, it's not something you sync to a wearable track or anything. It's actually just a case of the time you fell asleep, the time you woke up, and then just keeping a journal almost of yeah. how you felt before you went to bed, how you felt after you got up. And, and realizing you know, how it... Sorry. Yeah, and how it's affecting your food and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's not, we should probably stress, it's not a way, it's not imperative that you have to track your sleep and your water in order to follow the program, but we do know it's helpful if you do want to. So I think, I think it's great. I mean, like you say, it's a journal, isn't it? So like a, a journal in your hand where you can think about how it's affected your mood, how it's affected your day etc i think it's a really handy thing and it's something actually the members have asked for so we've answered that for them yes ask and we will deliver the best we can but i think yeah it's one of those things i know with food for example if 
I have had a really good week and I've tracked it and I've tried new recipes and all that jazz. A month later or whenever, if I've fallen off the wagon a bit or I've lost my mojo, I will actually go back on my app to a good week and be like, right, what did I eat? What What did I plan? You know, what happened? And to be able to then link that with sleep as well, fitness, you know, everything will be a really good way for people to start to line up the dots and to see how it's impacting like their fit points, for example, if they're not sleeping as well. I think it's important that people don't overanalyze. Like I said, I, the one thing I find really irritating about the Fitbit is it tells you how deep a sleep you're in, whether you're in REM, which I think means when you're dreaming. And I'm like, how, how is a thing on my wrist knowing that it's a bit freaky and also I look at it and I go, ah, oh, I feel I've woken up and I've slept terribly. But then the Fitbit tells me I've slept really well. And I'm like, well, why do I feel so rubbish today then? So I think you can overthink it. And I'm sure that people won't be doing that with this, but it's important not to beat yourself up over it. And yeah, if, you are seeing, yeah if you're seeing a habit of not being able to sleep well, it's not going to be a quick fix. You know, you're going to have to try different things. And it might even be that because of shift work that you do or the hours you do, or, you know, caring for people that it's physically impossible for you to get more than six hours sleep. Yeah. Um, so then I guess it's how you adjust the rest of your lifestyle to work around that. Yeah. I mean, it's not one size fits all, is it? So that's a really important point about shift workers. And I think also to your point about going back and looking at a day where you thought, yeah, that was a really good day and I ate healthily and I slept well and I, you know, I can see that I was well hydrated that day, et cetera. I think that's really good at this point in time where everything feels a bit groundhog day and you can sort of lose sight of what you have done. And we have a lot of members also trying out new recipes and, and things like that and being quite inspired to cook more. Um, if you are one of those members that has more time on your hands at the moment. Um, and I think that's really important um, to go back and have a look. Definitely. And I found it really interesting when we were doing the reading as well. And I haven't actually fully seen the sleep tracker yet in action so I don't know what kind of um prompts it's going to give but people that maybe are thinking um what is quality sleep how do I know if I'm getting good enough sleep the kind of questions you should be asking yourself is like do you wake up and feel refreshed mm-hmm. and honestly I think that works for are you getting too much sleep I do not yes. feel refreshed when I wake up because you slept for too long yeah um the other thing is how tired you are throughout the day and then how much that tiredness is affecting your productivity and your decision making which decision making is a huge part of all of your weight loss and well-being journey so yes now when you really read into it it really makes you think doesn't it and then you've got so going back to different people's lives shift workers then you've got people with young kids i mean babies you're never gonna you're never gonna be sleeping well then let's let's face it <laughs> and, uh, but it's just seeing that as a, a a phase a period of time but i think once you do have kids as well i'm not sure anybody really sleeps that deeply although i could have that argument with my other half and and could say that he absolutely does and and I don't because I'm the one <laughs> permanently on watch but um not so much anymore because they're older now but um yeah it's it's just I think it's just there as a tool isn't it to help you 
um to guide you and um and yeah and some just something to work on i suppose but i think um something else i was talking about with somebody the other day is the dreaming you were talking about rem just a minute ago um and dreams and so having i'm having a lot of weird dreams at this moment in time and i don't know whether it's just to do with like us having such a change in our lives whether it's to do with you know all the things we're thinking about whether it's anxiety whether it's you know just this strange world that we've all sort of landed in um i don't know about you i i this is gonna sound really weird i never seem to really remember dreams so maybe it's because there's too many happening in one night because i'm asleep for so long (laughs) (laughs) no but i've had a lot of friends i've seen it on social media saying like jesus christ like how is my brain creating all these bizarre stories? And it is since lockdown. So I think, like you said, it's being surrounded by the same people all the time or not having anyone there that gives your imagination more time to think. But it definitely does seem to be affecting people. But it might also be that it's because their habits are changing, you know, because they're watching a a Netflix thing till 2 a.m if you then try and fall asleep straight after that you're still gonna have that film or story in your head so that character is probably gonna end up in your dream with you like (laughs) in some shape or form the other thing I've I've realized for a lot of people is that because their day-to-day routine might have changed they actually might be eating later and you know there's a lot of things around cheese makes you dream weird and And it does i swear i swear it does (laughs) i would definitely not eat cheese past like eight o'clock it really i i swear it gives you weird dreams um yeah yeah eating too late that's obviously that's been proven i think hasn't it um and also um obviously looking at your phone screen ipad directly before you go to to bed also um so that's something else i've been working on as well so i once i finish a book and i need to start another one it's i find it really hard to get into books um so I i then put the kindle down and i start looking at my phone instead um or put my book down and start looking at my phone or my ipad before i go to sleep and i know full well it's gonna it's going to affect my sleep i know full well yet i still do it so um yeah so i've finally i've got another book now and it's uh, i'm into it the story's really good so I, I don't want to pick up my phone so um so that's good no more what's the light called that you're not supposed to look at Oh, I don't know, but just screen, yeah. screen. No time. more screens. Yeah, no, before that's really bed. good. And it's supposed to be for quite a while before bed. It's not even supposed to be, you know, a couple of minutes before you go to sleep. So yeah, it's a good half an hour or so, isn't yeah. it? I think. And I know I've spoken to you about that before because um, you're you're on your phone quite a lot, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, that hasn't changed. But it doesn't it seem to affect your sleep. <laughs> so you've definitely broken the mould. <laughs> yeah. God knows, who knows. But no, the the late night eating, I think it's fine to have a snack, you know. We don't want to be going to bed hungry because then you definitely won't be able to sleep. But I think it's more about if you, you know, have a a big meal late at night, it can affect, you know, kind of you you feel it. You're you're full up and bloated and can get like indigestion and stuff. So I think it's just about balance. In this current time, you know, we don't want to be beating ourselves up if we're not 
following all the rules and whatever but um it's just being mindful i think you know it links in really well with the refresh challenge this week it is about mindset and Mm -hmm. sleep is obviously a massive part of your mindset as we've talked about so it's just being kind to yourself and actually if sleep is the one thing that's kind of keeping you happy right now then you know don't overthink it because it might be the one outlet that you've got if having a late night dinner is all that you can do because you're one of our amazing key workers then don't suddenly think oh no well my sleep will be bad you know everyone's like you said no no shoe fits everyone so everyone should just just get by as best they can at the moment and it'd be really interesting to hear you know what people think about this subject because I don't think it's something we've really talked about with members a huge deal before is it? No, not really. And we should probably let everybody know where you can find it on the app. Um, I know that if, if you scroll down on the app home screen and you'll see the moon symbol, that's that's the sleep feature that you can look into. Um, and you'll also find a sleep hub on the website. So you can look at that as well. So that that should answer, you know, we're, everything we do is... Um, backed by science so there's some really interesting um things that you'll find on our website um that can help you sort of understand everything we've been talking about obviously we talk about it in layman's terms don't we and in our own experiences but it would be great to hear from other members to see how they sort of how their sleep affects the rest of their day and the choices that they make etc definitely and you know the the following week in the refresh challenge is going to be around sleep linking with the tracker. So we've almost given you a little heads up, a little bit of food for thought um, ahead of that time to maybe think about the goals you want to make around your sleep. Um, And then, you know, it'll be the end of the challenge and you'll be all refreshed (laughs) intended, and be able to talk about what you've achieved over the four weeks. But I think it'd be really, really interesting to know your comments on this, you know, what you've learned, what, other questions you might have or any tips for me (laughs) yeah tips for sam tips for me to wake up you know louder alarm clock or something (laughs) would be great but no thank you so much for listening hope we haven't sent you to sleep um because that would be awkward wouldn't it (laughs) (laughs) that would be the last podcast (laughs) (laughs) yeah but no thank you so much for listening make sure to check out our social channels where we'll be sharing more hints and tips um throughout the week and just to share any questions or insights you might have and we'll see you next week bye see you later